confession that since a little boy and when I was the first converted and when I met up with the, the people, the full gospel people, I've always had in my heart that there was something different. And when the angel of the Lord met me, and how many was in my primitive meetings when I first started? Is there anybody here was in my first meetings when I first started how I'd take the people by the hand? You remember that? All right. And you heard me say that it would come to pass, that he told me that it would come to pass if I'd be sincere. Then I would, I would know the very secrets of the people's heart. You remember him saying that? I didn't work. It wasn't then, but he said it would be. Well, now that's taking place. And he told me, I told him, I said, I questioned it. And he said, I'll be with you. Well, that's always been one consolation that I've known that he was here. I've often heard people say, Brother Branham, won't you take the initiative side? Go right out there and just take the side and rebuke the enemy. I was afraid to. Because I, I suppose maybe I'd... I maybe had seen something that I should not have seen. And I do realize, friends, with all sincerity, that this is not just a, a drama, a stage show. We're in church, and it's, it's the power of Almighty God, and it's the demon spirits, our own people. It's, it's I tell Christians that, now I don't mean it. You say, I got the Holy Ghost, Brother Branham, I ain't got no demon. Well, now, I don't say demon possession. It's demon oppression, you see. Uh, Satan in the flesh, not Satan in the spirit. Satan in the spirit gives unclean habits and so forth. Unbelief. You might live just as pure and holy and clean and yet be a sinner. It's your faith that saves you. See, many people live just as pure and clean and yet a lot cleaner sometimes than people who profess Christians live but yet would deny the Holy Ghost, would deny every operation of the power of God. They're unbelievers. No matter, they're very religious. And the Antichrist spirit is a very religious spirit, just to the mark, just as religious as it can be. The Antichrist. Jesus even said it would deceive the very elect, if possible, in the last day. That's true. Now, so then it behooves you to know where you're where you're doing, where you're standing, what you're talking to. Now, Ben, that I've made this much confession, I'm going to tell you something I've never told publicly in the audience in my life knowingly, unless it's under the Spirit sometimes, because I do things then, I don't know what I'm doing. But on the platform, many, many times, I see the Spirit that leads the person. And they're in all kinds of shapes. I'm fixing up a book on demonology of what I know about it myself, and my personal uh, dealings with demons. They're beings. They're just not just some thought like Christian science says. It's actually a being, and you see it when it leaves the person, like a black shadow. I, I've seen them, they look, some of them look like bats about that long, got long hairs hanging down. I've seen them like that. I've seen them like tortoises and like great big spiders that weigh 50 pounds or something, great big shadow like, and it leaves the people. Usually that's epilepsy. And it, it goes right over the audience. And Almighty God, who we're preaching about, and surely to be in the deepest of sincerity, I've seen those things move over the audience. And I've seen them sometimes when the congregation would be just in one accord. They'd see that thing themselves many times. Hundreds and hundreds of people would see it move. And therefore, it must take the very deepest of sincerity. It isn't a bluff. You can't bluff the devil at all. He won't bluff. But whenever you really can produce the, the blood of Jesus Christ, Satan can't stand before that. Uh, that's just as true. Well, now here's what I've often wondered. And thank you for bearing with me tonight to explain this. Here's what I've often wondered. I notice we've got a great group of ministers back here, which I'm very happy for them to be here, my brethren. And I've often wondered and seen people come to the meetings that have been through meetings, went through prayer lines, and the first thing you know, they wind up up there at the house. 
Some of them possessed with evil spirits. They've been through there. They've been prayed for and prayed for and prayed for and oil poured on their head and prayed for through this prayer. But yet it hangs right on. Now there's some reason somewhere. If you know that there's such a thing as divine healing, don't you? And you know that there's no hard case with God. Well, God healed leprosy the same as it would a toothache. See? It's all under the atonement. But when you look in reading articles, this person was sitting paralyzed, healed. Here's another one with uh, maybe with a, a last stage of cancer, just withered away. They're made well. Then see another person maybe with just a, a persistent headache or something and just been through prayer line after prayer line. There's something wrong somewhere. There's bound to be. Now that's where the benefit of the little humble gift that God gave me. If I can get that person alone and quiet and before God, it'll reveal just exactly what's the matter. It's something that they haven't done or something that they ought to have done. There's some reason for it somewhere. But you must find that. Then the patient go makes it right. They get well. How many times does that happen? God only knows. Thousands of times that people who come filled with the Holy Spirit, Sunday school teachers and everything, and yet way back down the line somewhere, something had happened. Here the Holy Spirit reveals that right up, tells them just exactly what, well, I remember that, that's just exactly right, and away they go and make it right, that settles the sickness. See? Well, that's the reason, or the disease or affliction or whatever it is, well, that's the reason that the little gift that God gave comes in so wonderfully in the church. But you go to doing that over an audience of people, well, then each individual must have that same contact or they don't feel they're prayed for. They just don't do it. I've tried it eight years. And you've heard me say in Owensboro, down in Africa, once I could stand here on the Spirit of God and someone sitting out in there, it would discern one thing. Tell the person what was wrong or something another like that. Every person would do just exactly what you told them to do. If they were laying twisted, bound up, they'd be wiggling and trying their best to get off the cot. Or do, and they'd keep doing it until they could do it to get up. No defeat with them there. But in America, it never did work just right. It's, just, it's so much teaching in America. So many different teachings. They each one has their own idea. They say, now my pastor said that that man was a spiritualist. Well, that settles it with you. Oh, you say, I don't believe that now, Brother Bram, but way down in that subconscious, it's still there. You usually move by your subconscious. Just like a big ship going out to sea. The captain gives orders to a little man that goes down in the bowels of the ship, and he don't see nothing. He just operates the way orders come from above. He don't go, he says, stir this way or turn this way or full speed ahead or back up. He just works according to what the man does up here. Well, usually, that, that's the way your subconscious works. It stirs you when up here you're trying to think this, but way down here there's something else moves you. Now, I know that. I've called the patients, but there's thousands on the platform with a, say, Brother Branham, I believe that with all my heart. Yes, Brother Branham, I believe that. And yet, down in there, I think, God... If they believed it down here like they did up here, it would be different, see? But they believe it up here, but don't down here. So that, that won't work. This year will overrule that, called subconscious to move on. You'll try to walk out with a mental conception that, glory to God, I'm healed, praise the Lord, I'm healed, and right down in here, that isn't saying so. So finally, this just rules that right away, and when symptoms arise, then you say, well, I just didn't get it. <laughs> see? There's where it's at. This has got to be with this. And this and this has got to be with that. See what I mean? And then the healing takes place. Then you, your soul, and your mind, and all is in cooperation with God, and the channel of God's blessing just flows right into you and heals you. Just got to. Now, <clears throat> I've noticed that. And I've been very particular on what I was doing. I'd always wait. Perhaps maybe God put that curse on, let Satan put it on. God don't put a curse on no one. But sometimes he'll permit Satan to do it. He did on Job and many of them, you know. That Satan puts a curse. God doesn't. God's love. 
But if you do something wrong, then you're just loose to Satan for some whipping. And then when this curse is on you, and then perhaps maybe, what if by power of attorney that you go back and take the curse off that God wills that it stays on there until this thing's made right? Then what about it? Then you're in trouble with God. Is that right? You're in trouble with God. Like a woman come on the platform there in Durban. She walked up, great big, strong, healthy-looking woman. The Holy Spirit spoke to her, told her who she was, where she come from, what her name was. And where she'd been, who her husband was, told her she had a cyst on the womb. She said, that's exactly right. I said, prepare for death, for you're not going to live but a few minutes. In 15, 20 minutes' time, she's a corpse. They packed her right away. I never speak that when I see death around the person. I just pray for them and go on. Because I don't know, but this time I've seen the funeral procession taking her out, and God had already said so, so that settled it. You see, I know she's going to die. So she died just, she died yet on the ground. She just walked down, sat down, sat there a few minutes, and pitched right over her dead. Just this normal, healthy woman, little cyst on the, on the female organ. That's all was wrong with her. But she died. And it just forced me. Now, if I'd have been a healer, I'd have healed her. I couldn't heal her. God's the one you have to obey what he says to you. Then, and all of that, that's the reason. You remember Moses, who smote the rock when he was supposed to speak to it? How many remembers that story? You ministers do. He certainly got in trouble, didn't he? He didn't get to go over in a promised land. God just took him out of it. So, no, come aside, Moses. Called up the hillside. There he died. The angel took and buried him. And many other stories in the Bible like that. So I've tried to be very careful. But there's one thing that I've always thought about. That God, by the power of his death at Calvary, has given to the church power to cast out evil spirits. Because Mark 16 said, In my name they shall cast out, not I will, they will. In my name they shall cast out devils. Is that right? If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. Now that laying hands on the sick has been one thing. I've often wondered, as I said, there's not a mother in here but knows what laying hands on the sick is. Let your little baby be sick and you pat it and play with it a little bit, how it quietens it. Did you ever have a horse that was nervous and upset or something, or your dog just patting this a little bit? Put your hands on him, rub him. See what I mean? Now, as a power of God by laying hands on the sick, because it's a, it's a commandment of Jesus Christ to do so. And last Tuesday, or night before last, three nights ago it's been, I suppose when I was at Brother Vibbert's church, which I knew that was going to be the night that we used to be at Brother Vibbert's church, I think which was Tuesday night, Brother Vibbert and I are close relations. And I thought, if I was wrong, I wanted God to forgive me, and I'm sure Brother Vibbert would too, but I wanted to see a showdown one time, just a perfect showdown against Satan, for I've had some experiences without vision, and I remember at Portland, Oregon. When that maniac ran out on the platform three times my size, I weighed 128 pounds, he weighed about 260, seven foot tall, great, huge fellow. He come across the platform swinging his arms like that, cursing me and spitting in my face, and said, you impose yourself to be a man of God, said, I'll break every bone in that little frail body of yours. Well, he was plenty able to do it, but humanly speaking. I just led two little police to Christ. They run out to grab him. I said, this is not a flesh and blood affair. And no more than I had said that, there's something on the inside of me lifted up. And I knew he was whipped right then because God had, had said so. And he come across the platform, and he stopped out about five feet from me, and he just spit and just flew all over my face. He said, you snake in the grass, you hypocrite. He said, stand up here, 6,500 people seated beside just up and down the street. He said, I'll just break every bone in your body. And he shook his big fist and always great huge arm. 
His eyes began to roll around, his teeth set together, and he, he and these police found out that he broke a, a jawbone in the shoulder of a minister the day before, and they had a search warrant to get him, or a warrant to get him, rather, right away. He was out of an insane institution. He just didn't like preachers. He just hit them, everything. So he thought then he could do it. And when he run up there, and how the Holy Spirit lead him, well, I know at that moment, now without a vision first, something said to me, don't be afraid. I, when he come to me, I thought of what that angel said. I'll be with you. Although, if you're here, which you said you'd be, then what's he? How will this uncircumcised Philistine defy the living God? So he come on up towards me. And he said, I'll break every bone in your body. And he drew back his fist. I said, because you've challenged the Spirit of God, tonight you'll fall over my feet. I didn't know I said that. That was the Spirit talking. It done tuck over then. So there was both challenges. And he run to me. He said, I'll show you whose feet I'll fall over. And he drew back his great big fist like that, and he already said spellbound. And just as he drew back his fist, I said, Satan, come out of him. And he threw his hands back like that. His eyes bulged way out like that and rolled around. He threw his head back and spun around the floor and fell on my feet so that the police had to come roll him off my feet before I could move right across the platform. He was perfectly laying there. The police said, is that man dead? I said, no, sir. said, is he healed? I said, no, sir. He worships that spirit. He'd bring it right back to him because he thinks he's right. I said, he isn't healed. They rolled him over. I said, get him off my feet. He's cramping me. He's laying that big man up on my feet. I couldn't move my feet out, both of them together. And so I, I couldn't move my feet out, and they rolled him over. And I took my feet away and went on. And at that time, when all them demons had seen their chief man defeated, they just began to raise up out of wheelchairs, cots, stretchers, and everything else, and walked at the end of the meeting. And they just, everybody was healed, walked out. That was it. Everything. Thing. Just, now I see, when Satan was defeated there, the whole audience believed with one accord and went out. Now, if Satan is defeated in one case, why can't they do the same thing? See? So the other night, I said to my boy, I said, how many prayer cards did you give out? And all that day, I just stayed under a prayer. I lived under a prayer. I just sat in the room. I wouldn't let Billy and them around me. I closed the door. I kept quoting. I said, the angel of God came down to me and told me when I was just a little baby, not over three minutes old, and when he hung over when I was a baby, all my life he's talked to me. He even had his picture taken on a picture. I began to quote those things back. I said, that night standing there, when he walked to me, not a vision, a man. I stood there and talked to him, the same as you. Not imagination, the man I hear him walking on the floor. He walked up just as real as I am or anybody. He stood and talked to me. He said, you were sent, born in this world to pray for sick people. He said, if you'll be sincere and then get the people to believe you, nothing will stand before your prayer. And I said, well, they won't believe me, sir. I said, I'm a poor man and live among my people who's poor and I'm uneducated. And then he began to tell me about these things that would take place. And then he said, I'll be with you. I thought, there he was. And that night in the debate when his picture was taken, where thousands of people were sitting in that big coliseum, this group here wouldn't make the choir. See? And all of them stand there. And that Baptist preacher just calling me everything in the world. I was sitting on the balcony. He didn't know I was there trying to make fun of Brother Bosworth and had his picture taken, shaking his finger in Brother Bosworth's face. And they, Brother Bosworth said, I know Brother Bram Sherry who wants to dismiss the audience. When I came down, I said, oh, I'm not no divine healer. I only speak of an angel of God who came and told me to pray for sick people. I said, if I testify the truth, God will testify for me. If God doesn't testify of me, then I'm wrong. I'm only testifying of myself. I said, I'm testifying of him and he'll testify of me. About that time, something went, here he comes, <laughs> right now. He was testifying, about 30,000 people looking at it, and they took the picture of it. And there it was. And now his scientific world begins to move into that realm. They begin to say, that's true, that power. I thought, well, God, you, you told me to do this. Why can't I tell them in America if they can't believe these signs? Why can't you let me do something else for them? I said, God, I ask you tonight to help me and vindicate. And you heard me say it before it comes to the platform. 
I said, to help me. And that night on the platform, we called up a few. In there, we didn't get anything visibly that people could see. We called up another group, and down along the group was a first thing was a boy, and his eyes had been shot out with a dynamite cap. One eye was completely gone, amputated and took out. The other was hit right in the middle, and all the sight bursted out of it, totally blind. So he walked up. I prayed for the boy as sincere as I know how to pray for anybody. And there is. I said, can you see, son? And a big bright light beaming down like this in his eyes. He was looking over this way to see the light. I turned his head around. I said, this is the light. He looked over that way. He said, I'm sorry, sir. I can't see a thing. Well, I remember in showdowns and places, I looked back and I thought, God, now here's a chance. And I... If there's anything in my life, you take it away. If there is, I don't know anything about it. But I know that you're standing here and you promised this thing and this is your word. In my heart, I begin to dig down to get a hold of something. Faith. I turned again, put my hand over the boy's eye, and said, Satan, you who've done this evil, all the sights are bursted, every nerve's killed, he's totally blind, he can't tell daylight from dark. And there it was, and I said, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ and command that this sight comes to the boy's eyes. I hold up my hand, he screamed and grabbed my hand and off the platform looking at his hands and praising God. What was it? Two women blind in their eyes come to the platform, both of them received their sight, here come a deaf man, come to the platform. The hearing come to his ears, he could hear to a whisper. What was it? That gave me consolation. When I returned from Africa, God willing, that's what it was all about yesterday, the reason I left. I'm glad I did. I thought I should go. And then he just began to choke me down. On his four old feet, just packed the gospel for before I was born. And we knelt there, and in the name of Jesus Christ, God rebuked that demon from his foot that was swell like that. It's gone down. He walked just like he always did. The Holy Spirit said to me, get to the wilderness as hard as you can. I grabbed my coat and hat. I said, Brother Bosworth, you take the pulpit. I'm gone. And I went out and stayed there until I got in connection with God. My voice come back normal. He's revealed to me that this has been going on now. It's just a little bitty thing. You wait till we return back from Africa. Watch what's taking place now. The church is rising, brother. The power of God, the tide is high. Moving on. We're going from deeper depths and higher heights. The old-fashioned apostolic Pentecostal power of God that once brought on the disciples is coming back to the disciples again. That's exactly right. And I believe that things that you've never heard about is right now in making. I just feel tonight like a new person. Just to know that his power is here. I got two more meetings to hold, one in Florida, and I heard today that's right away now we're going to Africa, the meetings are getting set, and then when I get into that and return back, I believe you're going to see a different meeting altogether. And I believe the things, I want to get a bunch of ministers and get them together. The thing of it is, if you can get preachers are moving in the Spirit of God, then you've got something going, you see. Then you, they'll take it to the church, and the church take it here and from there to there. Not a new organization, but revive these that we have, God, back to the kingdom of God, back again to the apostolic faith. The Lord bless you, friends. I believe we were just at the verge of something. Last night, way in the night, probably when you all were in bed, I was talking to him. I could feel him. He was near me. And as sure as I believe I'm standing here tonight with this Bible before me, I believe he's going to appear visibly before me again right away, maybe before we go overseas again. Oh, I trust that he will. I've got so many things to talk to him about, and I, I, I trust that he'll appear to me. And by the time I get back, I'll have a message for you that comes straight from the throne of God. Oh, how wonderfully. All right. Let's pray for the handkerchiefs now. Our Heavenly Father... What things he says, you do it. Mary talking to the servant. 
Lord, that's what our hope is tonight. Do just what you say do. I pray, Father, that as thou hast ordained in thy Bible, and we're taught they've taken off the body of Paul, handkerchiefs or aprons. Now, we know we're not St. Paul, but we know that thou art still Jesus, the one who healed. And I ask you to heal every one of these handkerchiefs represents, all the special requests everywhere, that thou will heal him. Grant it, Lord. And may they get well for your glory. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. In the meeting, I have found something in my poor Irish heart is just so thrilled I don't know what to do. I, I, I know something of the Lord now that I didn't know a week ago. I know that he has a channel. <laughs> Ye are the branches. We're the one that bears the fruit. <laughs> He's the vine that furnishes the energy. But the branches bear the fruit. Is that right? In my name, ye shall cast out devils. Nothing shall harm you by no means. Is that right? Then we are wrapped in the bundle of life of God. Every believer. It's just like when you receive the Holy Spirit, God gives you a bank book. And at the bottom of every check, it's got Jesus' name signed on it. And anything you got need of, just fill out the check and send it in. It's good. Don't you believe that? Why? The deposit was put in the bank at Calvary. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace upon him with his stripes we were healed. Any of those redemptive blessings that belongs to every believer, if you're scared to fill the check out, well, it'll never do you no good. If you fill it out and then tear it off and put it in your pocket, it'll never do no good. Just tear it off and commit it in. Watch what takes care of. God will take care of it. Is that right? Billy, I've been looking for you. I thought you, I was looking for you to come up over there. What was that? W? W's mess. Well, let's call from W's. <laughs> Williams. <laughs> All right. One to hundred. Well, let's call from prayer card W tonight. From... Uh, Let's call from from eighty five to a hundred. forgetting about my denomination and forgetting about tomorrow and this works and this toil. I'm just coming to you, Lord. I'm forgetting who's sitting next to me, what they might say. I'm forgetting about my disease or my affliction. I'm just shutting myself in with you now. Inspire me, O Lord. Help me to believe. Help me to believe all that the Scripture teaches. Help me to believe all that the prophets have said. And the disciples and the apostles, your holy man, as they were 
moved by the Holy Spirit. And as we're taught tonight that your son raised from the dead and promised that the things that he did should his believers do also. And we realize that he didn't claim to be a healer. He only claimed that he did just what the Father showed him. That's all he could do. He knew what was in their mind. He perceived their thoughts. And then, Father, appear to us tonight in that reality, and we'll believe. And help thou me, Lord, thy servant, and anoint thy servant unworthy very much, Lord. I'm thinking of night before last, couldn't even speak a whisper. I didn't know what was the matter. But just a little talk. Everything's all right now. But God grant that it'll be all right with every person here tonight. I pray for them. And you who showed mercy to me, show mercy to them. I pray that you'll send your angel now, the messenger from God who reveals the thoughts of God to the human heart, that Jesus Christ might be glorified, for we ask it in his name. Amen. greater is just moving up. If our master was standing here tonight with the suit that he gave me, what would he do? He didn't claim to be a healer. He only said, I do just as the Father shows me. He knew what they were doing, what they had done. In our scripture lesson, he knew where Philip was before Nathaniel called him, or vice versa. He knew the thoughts in the woman's heart that had five husbands. But to heal, he didn't claim to heal. Only as the Father showed him. Is that right? <clears throat> St. John 5, 19. Now, if he's risen from the dead, he said, The things that I do shall you also. Is that right? Well, then, if he's risen from the dead, the power that he had there to know the secrets of their thoughts, know their hearts, know what was wrong with them, what they had done, and the reason they wasn't healed, and so forth. He could tell them. Is that right? But how many knows now your hand raised up at St. John 5, Jesus, when he passed through all those crippled and blind people, he never healed a one of them at the pool of Bethesda, went right by all them twisted and blind and halt and lame, thousands of them, and went over to a man laying on a pallet that had some kind of a trouble, maybe a prostrate or something, maybe TB, it had it 38 years. And he healed him. But if you notice the scripture said, he knew he was laying there. Now when the Jews questioned the 19th verse, he said, Verily, verily, now you Catholic, and in your translation, in the Douay translation, it says, Amen, Amen. And the real translation in the King James, from the original Greek, it says, it says, Verily, verily, means absolutely, absolutely. I say unto you that the Son can do nothing in himself, but what he sees the Father doing, that doeth the Son likewise. Is that right? How many knows the Bible said that? Raise your hand. St. John, uh, as, now Jesus did not do nothing until he seen the Father do it first. Is that right? How many believe that he, that he knew their thoughts? Well, then he read their mind. Is that right? Not one of these mind readers I hear this devil's work. The devil's got a pattern for everything God's got. Do you believe that? If you see an old bogus dollar, you know there's a real dollar made off of it. But watch, you don't see mind readers and so forth healing the sick and preaching the coming of Christ and getting people saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. They're out there charging you a dollar to guess a few things. <clears throat> That's the devil. Exactly. But God has the power. He's perfect in his. And Jesus said, The things that I do shall you do also. Is that right? Even more or greater, for I go to my Father. Now, here stands... Here's, this the patient. Oh, excuse me. Sometimes some others stand around, I get interested in talking, and I... And everyone here knows that I've been for the last few minutes kind of stalling around for something. That is, I'm waiting for his presence. For without his presence, I just, 
And you realize it's a little handicap tonight. If you'll notice, there's spirit there, there's spirit there, there's spirit here, there's spirit there, everywhere around me, spirits. Every person has a spirit. And now, watch. Here's someone praying, there's someone praying, here's someone praying, there's someone praying, there's someone praying. And then when the anointing comes down, here's pulling this way and this way and this way and this way. See? And you have to bring one person to you and get to a place to where you get your own spirit moving to where you can see here and then you can see it single out in other places. See? But now, I, I never seen this man before. I suppose we're strangers, are we, sir? I never seen you. I don't think I'd ever seen you. Well, I just come in town a few minutes ago just as long to get my clothes changed and get over here. <clears throat> and so you were just a man that they gave a prayer card down here and you just called up here at the platform. That's all there is to it. But now, do you believe that, that the things that you've heard about in the Bible about Jesus raising from the dead, you believe that's the truth? You do. And do you believe if he was here tonight that standing in here where I'm standing and we were standing together, he was visible. See, he, the only hands that Christ has tonight is our hands. The only lips he has, he's sitting by the Father. He sent the Holy Spirit back to the third person of the Trinity to bear a record of his being, which is God. That's God in us. And the Bible said that we become Jesus, that we become God in the form. Scripture says so. We are God. Because why? We're sons of God. I, I'm, uh, in that way, we are because it's like I'm a Branham, because I come out of that Branham branch. And we're uh, in that way because we, we're sons of God, offsprings of God. You believe that? I want everyone to be just as reverent as you can now. I want you to rejoice and be happy. But now, if you hear me say, keep your children near you, you be sure to do that, Mother. Because there's two or three cases of epilepsy sitting out here tonight. And that's a very dangerous thing. It'll go from one to another. Just That's the worst thing we have to contend with, epilepsy. Now, sir... Uh, just to talk to you a minute, like Jesus did that woman at the well. And in order to talk to her, you know, I have my own conception of that. That was, he sent the disciples away. And when he sent the disciples away to get something to eat, I believe he knew that woman was going to be there. And then when she come, that was as much as the father had showed him. That he, he used to have contact with a woman. And so the woman come out, and that was the woman he had saw on the vision. He said, come here. And he said, bring me a drink. And she said, it's not customary for you Jews to ask Samaritans such. He said, but if you knew who you were talking to, you'd ask me for a drink. Then he, after he talked to her a while, he went right straight and told her her trouble. Is that right? Now you're, pre you're conscious that something's going on. And that's, that's his presence. You just look to me just a minute as his servant, as representing him. You are... Now, that won't hurt you. That won't hurt you. You've had a... See, if something is... It's an accident. You've been hurt. It's in a, a, a place like a mind or something. You've been a mind. You've been hurt. And you got something wrong with the 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 side of your face is paralyzed in your ear. Is that true? If that is, raise up your hand. At just a moment there was something what it said was right. Now that was that was my voice, but it wasn't me speaking. Do you believe him? You want to be healed? You believe if I'll ask him, you'll get well? And come here. Oh God, have mercy upon my brother, who I bless in thy name. And I pray God that you'll Heal him and make him well. 
O Eternal One, author of life and giver of every good gift, while this man is standing in your presence, forgive every sin, take away the trespasses, and may this affliction leave his body and may go home to his loved ones and be well and healthy all of his life. Will you grant it, Lord? Now, Satan, upon the authority of God's Word and upon the blessed presence of the Holy Spirit and a gift that was ministered by an angel, I charge thee by Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, come from the man, come out of him. Just a moment. That was the side of your face. And can you hear me all right out of your ear over there? You hear me all right? You hear me? Hands feel all right, your side, everything? Take hold of my hand, I'll squeeze it. Now, you believe me to be his prophet, don't you? You want to serve him? If I tell you something that's ruining those nerves, will you stop it now? You have a habit you've got to give up. You smoke cigarettes. You use tobaccos. Will you give it up? you stop it now? Will you give your life wholly to Christ then? Seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Come here again. Oh God, upon the confession of his sin, oh, I pray thee to be merciful. Now, Satan, you can't hold him any longer. In the name of Jesus Christ, come out of him. I charge thee to leave the man. Upon his confession and his expectations in Jesus Christ, he cannot be disappointed. Leave him, come out of him, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now that's different, isn't it? I raise your hand up. Both of them up in the air. Now sat together. There you are. Now it's all over. Now you can go off the platform rejoicing, receive the Holy Ghost, go to some good full gospel church and receive the baptism. Amen. Let's say praise the Lord. Let's give God praise. Absolutely. Different now, is it, sir? Amen. That is. Yes, sir. You're all right. Now you go back to your home and be rejoicing. Let's say praise the Lord. Everybody say praise the Lord. You Methodists, you Baptists, you Catholics, everyone say praise the Lord. See the man come up there in his condition? See him walking away straight? See the difference? One of them was praying for him, and the sin was still on him. And I wonder why he didn't get that reaction in the arm still holding down and things. I wondered what had taken place, what was the matter. I look back again, I've seen the man stand on a street corner smoking a cigarette, and I know that's not right in the sight of God. Amen. That's right. And when the thing was on, I know there couldn't be. There God healed him and made him well. Hallelujah. We all are to praise the Lord and be thankful. You all are to believe Jesus Christ right now, every one of you. You Baptists ought to be thankful. You Methodists ought to be thankful. You Catholics, you Pentecostal, all of you ought to be thankful to God. And say, thank Jesus Christ. For in the days when communism is sweeping the land, and atheism is sweeping the land, just think, 13 million infidels hatched out last year in the world. 13 million infidels. And the power of God here showing visible signs and things that we are correct by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. That he shared or to make us so happy we'd spread it everywhere tomorrow. Tell the whole world about it. All right, now. Yes, sir. All right, sir. Do you believe with all your heart? You believe that God is God? I see, of course, you're, you're paralyzed or your arm's bad. Now, if I could heal you, I would do it. I'd be glad to do it. But I can't do it. God can do it. You believe it? You believe he will do it? You believe I've asked him to do it, that he'll let you get well? You do? He will help you to get well, all right? If you believe that, that's the way you'll receive it. Now, let's just look to him just for a moment. See what caused your trouble. You believe me to be his prophet? <laughs> it's, uh, you've had a, a brain operation for a tumor and the tumor's been removed 
and it's caused your paralyzed condition. Is that right? Now, if I ask him, then you'll get well, will you? Come here. Our Heavenly Father, the man has said he believed he'd get well if I lay hands on him. And I do that in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask you to heal him. Amen. I go believe him. Go believe with all your heart. I don't, I, when he gets down there, when he gets to sit down just a minute, I want to see him again just in a few minutes. I want you to go on, son, believing with all your heart. He said if I, he believed I'd lay hands on him, he'd get well. I believe he'll do it. I believe he'll do it yet tonight if he'll just believe it, don't you? I believe he'll do it right now. <clears throat> all right. How do you do, lady? Do you believe with all your heart? you believe everything that you see comes from God that you see here in this meeting? you believe this is the Spirit of God? moving. I'm just your brother. You know that. But God is your Savior. You don't believe I'd be reading your mind, do you, lady? You don't believe that. But you believe that God could help me to know what your trouble is. I trust that he does. And I don't say that he will. I, I believe he will. Your trouble is, is a nervous condition. You're very, very nervous. There's a lot of that in the room tonight. Much nervousness. Is that true? Nervous condition. Now, if you... Now, being that was just a common thing of nervousness, that's asking something else. That's what you want me to do. You want, you're something else you got on your mind. Now, I'm not reading your mind. God knows. There's my hand before God in my Bible here. You're concerned about a child. Isn't that right? And that little child has some kind of gland trouble or something. Isn't that true? And you're, you're, you're not from Indiana. You come from Illinois. Isn't that right? <laughs> you cross the river getting here. Isn't that true? I go put your hand on your child. Both when you, she, The baby's not here. You left it at home. But I want you to go home put your hand on the child. And you're both going to get well. God bless you. Now be just as reverent as you can now. Be thankful and grateful. Let's begin to get to a place now to where before, if you'll just be reverent a few minutes, then we'll, we, we won't hold you long. My face gets real numb. My lips get big. My nose, my whole face, I look like that. I can't see too well. And I... Was that the lady was just... Was you just up here, lady? I seen that light out there. Thank you. Just here it is. It's this lady right here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You believe me to be his servant, lady? It's some kind of a kidney and bladder condition. Isn't that right? Stand up then, accept your healing. Say, Jesus Christ, I accept my healing now. So you don't need no car, just need to be healed. God bless you now. Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll make her well. May she go home and be perfectly normal. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, sister. There's something is in a great torture or something, and there was something about of course I seen something about her eyes, but she was wearing Oh there it is again. No, it's this lady sitting here has got the eye trouble sitting right there. That lady there with the black looking dress on. Your eyes are going out, going bad, aren't they, lady? Do you believe God's going to heal you now? You do you don't have glasses on. I was wondering, I'd seen the vision with the lady go, 
was uh, looked like a blind spirit around her, but I couldn't get them separated. You both look like dressed a whole lot alike. All right? You want to accept your healing? Believe that God heals you? You do? God bless you. Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll make her well, and may she go home now and be perfectly whole. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. How do you do? You believe with all your heart? You do? <clears throat> yeah. Thank you, brother. That's a good attitude. But now I want to correct for you. Now from henceforth, don't have that negative. Let it be positive. From this on, for you believe you're in his presence? Then you're thrilled. Have a very bad throat trouble. You also, you got to grow. Your neck. Isn't that right? You believe it's going to heal you now? Come here. Lord, made heavens and earth. This demon's hid visibly from the eyes, but it's not hid from you. You know right where he is. And now he's exposed. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I charge this choking spirit to leave this boy. May it come out of him and may he get well. In the name of Jesus, the Son of God, amen. God bless you, young man. Go now and be well. <clears throat> Let's say thanks be to God. Amen. All right, man. your conditions, lady? Was you sitting there praying to be healed? All right. You're healed now. God bless you. You can go home. She revealed to me what you were doing. Wasn't you asking to be healed or something you're having in prayer? You go home now and be made well. God bless you. Just have faith in God. You're kind of laughing. You want to be healed too? Uh-huh. Yes. You believe me to be God's prophet? You do? God bless you. You're from out of town. You can't, No, you're from another state. You come from where there's a lot of lakes. It's a, it's a, a pines. It's, it's Michigan. You come from Michigan. You have heart trouble. And you have high blood pressure. I see a young lady standing by you with high blood pressure. A doctor's putting a thing around her arm. She's a, in her teenage. Must be your daughter or something. Isn't that true? She's here. That's true. God bless you. All right. Put your hands in one another's hand. There she is. All right. Put your hands in one another's hand. 
Let's pray. Father, did he go home and get well? I ask for your glory. In the name of your Son, Jesus, amen. Grant us, Lord. Amen. God bless you now. You can both go home and be well. Let's say thanks be to God. Have faith in God. Only have faith. That's all I ask you to do. How to do, sister? You believe me to be his servant? You're on a mercy mission. There's someone who lives near you, or in it's your neighbor, and you're standing for this woman, and she's dying. She has cancer. Give me your handkerchief. Lord of life, let death go from the woman, and in commemoration of your Bible, I bless this handkerchief to be laid upon the dying person, and may death go away from her bed and spare her for your glory. I ask in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Lay it on her and let no one else bother till you put it on her. God bless you. God bless you, that's all right. God bless you. <clears throat> Believest thou this? Forever. Have faith in God. Doubt, believe all things are possible to them that believe. Don't you believe that? <clears throat> that intestinal trouble has left you, lady. Colon the intestine sitting right back there. Just believe with all your heart, you shall have just exactly that. God bless you. You believe, lady. check address on. All right, sister, accept your healing. Yes, that's right. You had sinus. You know. God bless you. Sister, I thought it was you in the chair. Keep on believing now. It wasn't near you there. You know it was on you. Just standing by you there. You felt it. Don't be discouraged. You believe with all your heart. You believe me to be his prophet, her servant, prophet, just his preacher. You believe that? You believe that God is here to make well? I couldn't heal you, lady. I don't have no way of healing you. But God can make you well, can't he? We're strangers, aren't we? I want to know the people in this audience. If God will heal this woman, reveal to her, do something in the supernatural, will ever one of you accept your healing then? Will ever one, how many will do it? Just say, I'm, I'm sick, I'll like, it, it's, it's getting so weak I can hardly stand here, you see. All right. I just want to talk to you a minute. Was there two of them, Winnie? 
You've got your trouble is your ear. You, you've had an operation in the ear, and it's still running. It isn't doing well. You've had a struggle, haven't you? Uh, you've, uh, you used to go to a different church than what you do now. You used to go to a Christian church. Is that right? And you were sitting near something square. It's a, it's a radio. And you was listening at a minister preaching the gospel. And in there, you went from the Christian church to a full gospel church and got saved and filled. And that minister that you was listening to is Brother Vibbert. He's got a piece broke out of side his tooth. I said, is that right? <laughs> Was those things the truth? Yeah. Come here. Uh, all God, who made heavens and earth, and made all things good and well, and you were pleased with it. But Satan marred those things. But thou hast sent thy Son to correct all those things that Satan did mire. Help our sister tonight. And Lord, hear my prayer. And as thou hast taught us in the Word, if they lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. So I ask the evil to come out of this woman that's hindering her. In the name of Jesus Christ, may it leave her and may she get well. For God's glory, I ask it. Amen. God bless you, sister. Be on your road and you're going to be all right. Uh, on the handkerchiefs, we come bring them. Have I prayed for the handkerchiefs? The handkerchiefs have been prayed for. You believe? You believe God's going to make you well? And go eat your supper. Your stomach trouble has gone from you. You will be made well. God bless you. Let's say thanks be to God. Have faith now, all of you. All right, come bring a little lady. Leave the asthma. Leave the child. Leave it be all right. Go. God bless it in Jesus Christ's name. May it go be made well. Amen. God likewise to her. Through Jesus' name, may they both be healed. Amen. God bless you, sister. Go believing with all your heart. Please go lead the child, both of you, and your child to his All right, come, lady. Look this way. You got a kidney trouble. Would you like to get over it? You believe you have? All right, God bless you. Just keep going down. I'm believing with all your heart. You shall have what you've asked for. You believe with all your heart, lady? Just come. You want to dodge that operation? You believe God take the tumor without an operation? God bless you. Go in the name of the Lord. All right. Come, lady. Stop where you are. Raise up your hand. Say, I accept Jesus. My arthritis is gone. Now stop your feet and come across the platform walking like a young lady. Come on. Come on, you can do it. Come on, God has made you well. Yeah, there you are. Amen. Amen. God bless you. That's the way they're going and going to be made well in Jesus Christ's name. Let's say praise be to God. All right. Here's a deaf man. Everybody bow your heads, please. Oh, God, author of life, giver of every good gift, send our blessing upon this man. Now, he's unable to hear the gospel, maybe this death spirit on him. But, Lord, faith cometh by hearing, and he can't hear. So, Lord, give me power now to overcome this demon. Thou demon, leave him in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of him. You hear me? You love the Lord with all your heart? Isn't he wonderful? Praise the Lord. <laughs> I love him. You love him with all your heart? You could always love him. You're well now. God bless you. Go on. 
Let's say thanks be to God. The worst disease in the world kills more people than anything else. But Jesus Christ is sure to cure your heart trouble. You accept it? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, may you be made well. God bless As you come, believe. You do believe. Second greatest killer in the world, cancer. You accept? You believe it here? Heals you? Satan, you who bound the woman, I adjure thee by the Son of God, Jesus Christ, that you leave her. Come out of her. Go in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave the woman. Amen. God bless you, sister. I love you must die according to doctor, but according to Christ, you live. Who do you believe? Oh, thank God bless you. You can have your healing on you're going to be well and live a normal life. Let's say praise the Lord. How many wants to be healed? Stand up. Come here, brother. You didn't get in, did you, sister? Come here. You believe? All right, your back troubles left you. You can go off the platform well. Come here, Brother Bosworth. Heavenly Father, be merciful just now. Thou knowest all things. You know the great need. You know the people here. I don't know what more you could do. But I pray thee to be merciful. I thank you for forgiveness. And I thank you for all these things. And I pray now that you'll heal every person here. May the power of God be upon them. And may the same Holy Spirit that's been here on the platform move across this audience just now, blessing each one and healing them. And with your heads bowed, your hearts towards God, continue with prayer, will you, Brother Bosworth, if you will?